it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Thank you for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I'm sitting here recording on uh, Memorial Day night, I guess, the eve. (laughs) Hoping to get this out to you on Memorial Day. Keep putting in those reps, just getting it out for you. Not a whole lot to discuss other than, hey, Calbert Chaney, back on the squad. Top of the show, I'm going to get it out of the way. Let's get get into it. Uh, Calbert Calbert Chaney has been announced as the Director of Player Development Wednesday. And uh, welcome back to the cause. Welcome back to an absolute Hoosier legend. A Hoosier legend that brings with him... Yeah, this makes this season, this this era, a little more saucy. It does. <laughs> and, and I love my Indiana basketball saucy. With Calvert... With, I keep saying Calvert. With Calvert Chaney and Mike Woodson as two of the head guys of this program now, we have two Hoosiers who are bannerless at the head of the program. Two Hoosiers that desperately want to be a part of bringing that to this program. And uh, who on the court did absolutely everything they could to deliver that to this program now have the opportunity to keep that fight going. That, that I like that story, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah when, when, it just makes it a little more romantic. It does. And if I can, yeah, if, if any, I'm sure most of us fans can wax poetic about Indiana basketball, and it just is going to be such a fun season watching the team be led by two guys who we know, who we know are, uh, yeah, it sounds so corny and dumb, but driven by something more. Because they, they know how much this program means to so many people. And yeah, I might sound desperate and crazy. <laughs> that might sound extremely sad. But uh, it's the reality. It's the reality of Indiana basketball. Don't tell me it's not. I'm excited to see that Calvert Chaney, I mean, the absolute legend, let's go through his Wikipedia honors, 1993, won all 12 NCAA National Player of the Year awards, unanimous first-team All-American, All-American 1991, 92, 93, 1993 Big Ten Conference MVP, All-Big Ten 1991, 92, and 93, Big Ten's all-time leading scorer with 2,613 points. Indiana University's all-time leading scorer. He is four-time IU team MVP. Selected to Indiana University's all-century first team. And 1993 USBWA College Player of the Year. Good Lord, what an absolute resume. He, you, uh, you God honestly cannot say that he didn't do everything he could to put up another banner. Um... And yeah, I just love seeing these old dogs come back with some fight, ready to go, ready to keep giving it to this program. It 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 is truly a testament to what this program means. And if you want to talk numbers and uh, what kind of development, what what his past players, what he's been able to get out of them, you can go somewhere else. Here I am talking about feelings. <laughs> I'm talking about feelings and storylines and just the fan side of it and the fan side of it has to be happy with Calvert Chaney back. Welcome back to the cause. God bless Calvert Chaney. 
All right, with that big news out of the way, that I mean, God honest, that is the only real news we had this week. Um, but let's get into a little national news. Uh, just at the top of it. Yeah, let's go. So a little national news. It isn't uh, It isn't one day after I make my last week's episode about the all-260 Fort Wayne Hoosier team, or uh, albeit a pretty lackluster one, um, but not 24 hours later, my fine city, Fort Wayne, Indiana, is making national headlines as a video drops, and it looks like it's out of Parkview Fieldhouse, and you see a disgruntled father body slamming a referee uh, at what looked like AAU level ball. Wayne 15 reported that the uh, Fort Wayne Police Department did not show any activity presented at Parkview uh, Sport One Fieldhouse on Saturday and that they were not called onto the scene. But it was an alarming scene. He really went, he went for the dagger. He went for the dagger and uh, it was great. Like, man, you just think you're going to watch some uh, AAU ball. Next, you're watching an absolute brawl. It's crazy. Looks like the game was part of a Jim Rats basketball tournament between Team Robinson 2027, Pink, and Blue Water Hurricanes from Michigan. And it looks like Justin Shippey, secretary and treasurer of the Northeastern Indian Athletic Officials Association, said that the parent seen throwing punches at the official is from the Blue Water Hurricanes team. And if that is a Blue Water Hurricanes team from Michigan, I gotta say, what kind of example is Juwan Howard setting for the, his citizens? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be Mike. Other news around the country was the Gavit games were announced, and the Hoosiers will not be in this year's collection of the eight Big Ten Big East battles, as it will be Xavier at Purdue, Michigan at St. John's, Iowa at Creighton, Marquette at Illinois, Maryland at Villanova, Butler at Michigan State, Georgetown at Rutgers, and Wisconsin at Providence. No surprise there. They uh, really got our <laughs> yeah. They really got our eyes early into this uh, agreement, I believe. And we've fulfilled all of obligations and are free to continue signing, uh, c- continue just agreeing to big non-conference opponents. With these non-conference opponents, the way I think about all of it, I'm just like, okay, it looks like the committee at the end of the season is not punishing you for taking big swings and misses. It looks like a big win propels your team far more than a big loss would hurt it. And so, I mean, for that reason alone, you got to take every big shot you can, which is credit to the Hoosiers for having things like the Empire Classic now um, for going out and appearing to sign these bigger opponents like the Kansas games. Those are huge. That's a huge deal. I'd love to get Kentucky back into the fray. Let's let's get that done. But yeah, yeah. As far as those Gavit games are concerned, no surprise there. Hoosiers are not a signed an opponent. We had news regarding Memphis decommit Tyler Johnson. It looks like he committed to play for Kenny Payne and the Louisville Cardinals. And this just got me thinking. I was like, man, it's just the state of things. Louisville will not stay. They will not stay down bad forever. They will not stay down. Um, too many people love ball there. Too many people support that program. And they'll find their legs. They'll find their legs. Not with Mbako, though. Cancel that visit. Do it. Said Kansas. And then we still swooped. Or at least that's what I want to hope. <laughs> a little NBA news for you. Uh, sounds like LeBron might retire. Maybe not. He's thinking about it. Um, yeah, so that's your latest LeBron news. 
might retire. Uh, I, I just wanted to bring that up because it was it was in the comments of that LeBron retirement pondering announcement that I saw just an absolutely just great A exchange that I wanted to share. We had uh, Antonio Torres, Antonio Torres, yeah, what? Antonio Torres uh, said, said the king has been swept three times with three crying face emojis. Laughing, yeah. To which Shane, uh, blue check, Shane zero zero, uh, stated, LeBron has played 53 playoff series and has been swept three times. That's a 5% swept rate. MJ has played 37 playoff series and has been swept two times. That's a 5% swept rate. Congrats, you played yourself. I, I I just have to give credit where credit is due. And Shane Zero Zero at Shane Zero Zero did his homework on that one. Yeah, that's definitely a hit on those. Uh, I mean, that's a solid argument. <laughs> that's a solid defense of LeBron, according to NJ Advanced Media, whoever that may be. Um, it seems like Indiana may be looking to be in contact with Cam Spencer, along with UConn, Georgetown, Kentucky, Miami, and Texas. Uh, I mean, interesting. I I don't know that I. Yeah, interesting. I'd almost like to roll the dice with one of our guys just with the potential upside, but just something to keep an eye out on. Of course, if he puts on the kidney stripes, he's my guy. But until then, just something to keep an eye on. Oh, I'm all over the place. I mean, uh, just lastly, a little NBA. So today, if you're listening on this Monday, this Memorial Day, yeah, the Heat the Heat need to get it done. <laughs> it's crazy that it's gotten to this point, but the Celtics have a chance to make history at the cost of the Miami Heat. Now, I only say I want them to get it done because at this point where I don't really care about the NBA all that much, um, I root for Hoosiers. And if the Heat make it, there's two Hoosiers on that squad uh, playing against the Nuggets. That's a guaranteed Hoosier lifting, the, getting to lift the title or the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. And the Celtics are the only thing in my way from that. So down with Boston, pretty much always. And, uh, Let's go Miami. I, I It is crazy I say that considering the last time I did care about the NBA truly was the Miami Pacers battles when Paul George, Lance Stevenson, George Hill, David West, Roy Hibbert, God, the squad, uh, just couldn't get it done. But, yeah, story of my life. <laughs> yeah, just need just need the heat to figure this out quickly. Yeah, guys, really not a lot of national news. Um, no real big commitment announcements, no real big transfer updates. Uh, everyone's kind of waiting right now. It seems it's really weird after how frenzied the initial signing period was. Um, you figured these dudes would want to get settled, get going, get uh, playing with their new teammates. But yeah, just uh, keep your eyes out, keep your eyes open and your ears open. Yeah, just yeah, be on the lookout for any new update because honestly, I, I, I I'm set with the squad we have. I, I'm okay with writing next season with them because I think they can do a lot. I think the potential is just incredible. I think that the floor is not as low as everyone thinks. These guys are all going to have a year of just absolute top-tier nutrition and growth, so what's to say we don't see that happen? And yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I just think I'm I'm fairly confident in the squad we have, but I don't know, Jack. Yep, so uh, yeah. Let's get on to some Indiana news. I did kind of do a little with that Cam Spencer bit, but uh, yeah, let's get on to some Indiana news. All right, other than that Calvert Chaney announcement, guys, there isn't much. I mean, the NBA did share this tweet, uh, Cody Zeller, 
it was an image of him, and he is the highest active player on the Miami Heat currently uh, drafted, highest drafted, um, fourth pick in the 2013 draft. And I thought it was a real missed opportunity because I figured that the NBA Twitter account knew exactly what they were doing when they're talking about Cody Zeller because why are you talking about Cody Zeller unless you're trying to get Indiana fans riled up and supporting you? And uh, I thought it was a missed opportunity with an asterisk there that said, hey, if it wasn't him, it would have been... Victor Oladipo before he went down. Victor, having been selected the second pick in that draft, would have been higher than Cody, of course. And then that tweet was also a daily reminder of the fact that we had a team that had the second and fourth pick in the NBA draft, and they got eliminated in the Sweet 16. What a bummer. Little Indiana baseball talk for you. Um, it was a rough showing for the boys in the Big Ten tournament. After getting that second seed, Indiana... Went on to beat Illinois, but lost to Iowa, only to then lose to Michigan. And now before the College World Series, which I believe the second team in the Big Ten should be in the College World Series, so here's hoping that that stays true. Yeah, it's, it's just an unfortunate time to be playing anything but your best ball. You would have liked to see a nice tournament run to gain some steam heading into the, big, to the College World Series. But uh, it's now or never for the guys. Always pulling for the Hoosiers. Let's go, boys. It was a rough it was a rough showing in the Big 10 tournament, but there is time to turn this thing around and get ready to fire on all cylinders for the College World Series. Let's go. Omaha bound. Go get it. Indiana news, uh, sort of. Micah Shrewsbury um, was sitting down with John Rothstein, and he was talking about how he was looking to do something in lieu of the Crossroads Classic now. And I just have to say, hard pass. I mean, <laughs> this isn't about not having the balls to play for state pride. Um... It's just that those events suck. Look at the attendance for last year's Purdue game at Gamebridge. Like, why are we doing this if it's not to get wins that will propel our record forward? And no offense, but we play Purdue twice a season. Butler doesn't look like a great win. Could look like a pretty bad loss. And uh, Notre Dame, same difference. Again, it's not a matter of not, not having the faith in the squad to take it to our in-state opponents. It's just we, no. If you're coming to play us, I want to get something out of it. <laughs> we both have to have something on the table here. And if Indiana's bringing all the eyes, bringing all the money, bringing all the attention, what are you doing for us? Now, now yes, we play Purdue twice a season, so don't need that one. As far as Notre Dame and Butler go, why, why would you want them when you can go out and schedule the likes of Arizona and, Kentucky, and Kansas? If we if Indiana want to, wants to keep striving towards elite talent year after year, becoming one like one of the truly elite programs, we need to identify ourselves with them. We need to go out there and be seen with them. And if it's going to be a neutral site game, it's not going to be right up the road. It's going to be on a big stage under some bright lights. Cuz that's what that's what gets the top guys now and that's what we need to do. So yeah, I mean as the third fiddle in in the, in the state alone at Notre Dame, I guess. I would say, yeah, out of those four programs, there are probably three right now. Yeah, no shit, he wants to do that. He has nothing to lose. Everything to gain. It's the time of the NIL. It's the time of the almighty dollar. It's time to start making money moves for the Hoosiers, not time to start throwing our neighbors some help. Not when our neighbors are going to be actively going out and trying to outbid us on guys that we want. Indiana Hoosier fans love basketball more, and deservably so should be thriving. And oddly enough, somehow, uh, Monday it was announced that Indiana led the Big Ten in attendance for the 2022-2023 season. Um, interest is back to a fever pitch, guys. 
right where it should have always been. This is the first time since the 2013-2014 season that Indiana is ranked number one for attendance. And that's an alarming fact. I, I figured that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's bigger... Yeah, whatever. There couldn't be more support behind this program right now. And I am so happy to see the familiar faces we have behind the wheel. Again, welcome back, Calvert. Uh Just on Tuesday, Jeff Goodman was on the field of 68. And he had asked, is Mike Woodson putting together teams like he's coaching in the 90s? Uh, stated that the front court is going to be packed if aware if where and Malik can't spread the floor. And I believe they should be able to. Where was touted for his shooting entering college. And if you've watched the tape on him, it's there. His shooting's there. Form's there. He looks like a shooter. <laughs> you can you can see a shooter. It's there. I'm going to keep talking myself into their production, just taking godlike leaps forward. He with Mbako at the three, he thinks we're gonna play a really heavy front court, really but I think uh Mbako might have signed here because we want him to expand his game a bit. Because we told him, Hey, we need somebody who can shoot out here. So if you can come here and develop that, go ahead. I'm we have a big front court. A big, fast, athletic front court. And if that's coaching in the nineties, then listen, if Kalel Ware was coming out in the nineties, he'd have went straight to the NBA. Dude's seven foot and can run halfway athletically? Straight to the NBA. <laughs> no no one and done rule for him back in the 90s. So what are you talking about building teams like he's in the 90s? I have confidence that this team's going to be flying, that X is going to be able to get his shots up, that uh, one of any five Hoosiers could step up and be a shooter that we need them to be. I, I have to imagine this team's going to be flying up and down the court, but uh, we're going to be equally just uh, expanding the range compared to this last season. Here's hoping, at least. God. Someone, uh, just a fun little side story. Someone uh, had chat GBT, GPT, uh, rank all of the college coaches all time, and this is the definitive list by our AI overlords. So we have John Wooden at number one, Mike Krzyzewski at number two, Adolph Rupp at number three, Dean Smith at four, five, Bobby Knight, six, Roy Williams, seven, Jim Calhoun, eight, Fog Allen, nine, Tom Izzo, ten, John Thompson. Fair list, fair list, fair. All right, that's all I have to say on that. All right. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday we saw T- Trilly Donovan, big name out there. If you don't know, go figure out. Trilly Donovan tweeted, uh, I have strong reason to believe that Illinois is no longer the favorite to land Ray J. Dennis. Uh, so therefore, I just have to say that deal it has to be dead. Trilly said it, so it's dead. Now it's time to see who's going to make the play for Ray J. Dennis now that... uh. The crystal ball favorite is out of the race, in my opinion. Trilly hits. Trilly hits more than he doesn't. And uh, just two days ago, he gave an update on uh, no update, meaning who knows anything, just keep my eyes. <laughs> just keep my eyes out there for anything. Big news out of the Hoosier Hysterics camp. Uh, just on Tuesday on the podcast, Kalel's, Kalel Ware's mother confirmed the pronunciation Kalel and also confirmed that it was after Superman. So, I mean, there's the definitive answer. That was his mother who stated those. Michigan State and Penn State announced that the uh, battle for the land-grant trophy would be played in Ford Field, making uh, some in our camp argue that the rivalry game um, between, or the bucket game should be played in Lucas Oil Field every year. I don't see it. Those games are too much fun on the campuses, and our campuses are too beautiful to not take advantage of it. Even on those... Yeah. 
Actually, that weekend would be free. Everyone is home that weekend. No, no, keep them on site. Keep them at the schools. Keep college football college. And as for transfers we're currently out there on the market for, I can't really tell you many. Um, doesn't look like Indiana is truly in the hunt for many, but I have to imagine we're out there making calls, making plays. We still have one scholarship spot, I believe. And uh, honestly, unless unless it's the right guy, just leave it open. Let's uh, have a little flexibility with what we can do. I like the team as is. I do. I truly do. And uh, I don't. I don't think we need to be breaking our backs trying to sign anybody when any one of four or five Hoosiers can step up and be the guys that we need them to be. Like you're thinking, we need progression to hit on like a twenty-five percent. I mean, as far as finding somebody for that two spot. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm. I'm rambling. I'm scrambling. I'm. I have confidence. I need to keep telling myself that I have confidence in the squad as is. Everyone, uh, just this week there was some video going around the interwebs of uh, CJ Gunn taking up some shots at Georgia State, getting a workout in, and he was looking good. He was looking good. Uh, wh- whatever he's doing with the facial hair seems to have added two inches to his frame because uh, he's looking ready to go. This may be an overreaction by me, an overreaction, but uh, no, I, I don't see it. I, I believe that C.J. Gunn can absolutely be the shooter that Indiana needs. He wouldn't have gotten the scholarship out of high school if he wasn't a competent shooter, and uh, Water will find its level in his case. And, I mean, if he's adding to his frame, look out. That kid's energy makes him special, and if that, can, if, and if that energy is fueling a controlled game, a, uh, if that's fueling what I think he can be, it's going to be incredible. I'm, 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 the ceiling, the potential for this team is so crazy. From the top down, each one of these guys has a lot to offer, has a lot that they can bring. And yeah, I'm happy to see CJ Gunn looks to be taking the strides necessary um, to really contribute for this Indiana team. Because if Trey is in that two spot, and I imagine he will be, it's going to be so hard to take away his starting spot. That dude is going to scratch, claw, and bite to keep that spot. And he, I mean, rightfully so, I want him to. If there is a Hoosier that is going to take it from him, I want them to have to, I mean, just scrape it from his hands by just incredible play. But until then, he's my guy. He's my guy. (laughs) Again, this started with a CJ Gun video. I'm all over the place, people. Love our boys. Always support the Candy Stripes. Right after this word from our sponsor, I just wanted to talk about uh, how fortunate a spot we are in with the current team, the way we're set up, the momentum we have in this program. Um, but I'm going to do that right after this. Yeah, again, this word from our sponsor. Thank you. All right, so in lieu of a sponsor today, I just wanted to say thank you to all these servicemen and women who have sacrificed who uh, sacrifice every day for us to be able to enjoy the freedoms we have to, uh, yeah, they, they, they serve selflessly so we don't have to. And uh, thank you to our servicemen and women out there. Hope you guys can uh, have a great day. And uh, yeah, my words are can't be enough, obviously, but thank you. All right, guys, I'm just keeping this, you know, the segment this week super short. And we're just going to feel bad for Michigan for a little bit. Um, 
Michigan has to be the biggest loser of this whole transfer portal. Of this whole... It, it's a debacle in Michigan right now. I mean, losing Hunter Dickinson, losing Jet and Kobe Buck, yeah, Buffkins to Kobe Buffkins. Yeah. What am I? Why am I? Yeah. The NBA draft. It, it stands to be a rough season for Michigan. It did. It did before the Caleb Love debacle. Uh, they, they had thought that, you know, maybe half of the production lost by uh, Kobe, Jet, and Hunter all leaving. Maybe half of that could be made up by Caleb Love. And then, nope, none of it gets to be. Good Lord. What a nightmare it must be to be a fan of that right now. They look to be setting themselves up for an awfully poor showing next season. And despite the turnaround Penn State showed off this year, it's tough to crawl back from losing seasons, especially if you can't admit the targets you invest all of your focus on. Caleb Love was all but in Ann Arbor. He was all but Wolverine. And that took all of their attention. Think of all the time and effort invested into getting him on campus, getting him ready, getting him set up, and then who didn't do the clerical work to make sure that this kid could be here? It's an absolute nightmare situation in Michigan, and you know what? It just makes you count your blessings. It just makes you count your blessings. Indiana's going out there and getting people. We're going out there and getting people. We're going out there and getting old dogs back into the fight, joining the fray. It's a fun time to be an Indiana Hoosier, and that's all my segment's going to be today. I'm going to keep it very short because guess what? It's Memorial Day. I'm going to take it easy. Uh, yeah, why, why shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, so... Just wanted to point out how much it must suck to be a fan of Michigan right now. Michigan basketball, at least, their football team just still continues to dominate. Um, hey, life's good for an Indiana Hoosier fan. And now it's time for your Hoosier history hit. This is your Hoosier history hit. For your Hoosier history hit, I wanted to highlight... A distinguished alumni, I wanted to take a moment to shine a light on David H. Jacobs. David H. Jacobs was born May 4, 1921, in Akron, Ohio. He attended the Bucktill High School in the late 1930s and served in the Navy during World War II, piloting blimps. In 1947, Jacobs ad- obtained a degree in business administration from Indiana University, and by 1952, he and partner Louis M. Heed had organized Mead Jacobs, a real estate property management firm. His brother, Richard, soon joined the firm. It was uh, his incredible success in business that got him into a position to purchase my beloved baseball team at the time, the Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians. And I mean, that that's why it, it honestly, I wanted to just look up who Jacobs, the namesake of the music school was. And then when I saw it's the same namesake as Jacobs Field, I lost my mind. What a small world. What a small world I live in. A small world where Jacob's made a crap ton of cash. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just interesting to see that uh, after finding incredible success in business, after buying my favorite baseball team, David H. Jacobs and his wife, Barbara M. Barrow Jacobs, 
who also graduated from Indiana University in 1948, had been active supporters of the Indiana University School of Music for many years. Even after David's death, Barbara carried on the legacy of giving. And on November 17, 2006, the School of Music was named the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music, thanks to her most generous gift. The Jacobs School of Music is honored to establish the David H. Jacobs Chair in Music to support the designated holder of the chair. Research, Manuscript Preparation, Graduate Research Assistance, Library and Equipment Acquisitions, and Other Requirements of an Active Scholar and Teacher. Yeah, just crazy small world. Jacobs School of Music. Also, Jacobs, formerly the owner of the Cleveland Indians. And uh, I will say it, it is it does give David a lot of credit here with being uh, particularly interested in developing the Indians' farm system which, uh, I mean, has proven to have improved. The, I mean, it's a staple of the franchise. Our our development is key. It's the only reason we are able to somewhat compete with, I mean, just the money behind the brand. That's kind of all we got. But, uh, yeah, yeah. David and his wife, Barbara, had three children, uh, David Jr., John, and, Mar- and Marie Bell. A resident of Bay Village, Jacobs died in Westlake and was buried at Lakewood Park Cemetery on September 17th, 1992. So, yeah, just shout out to him for paying for the music school for uh, owning my squad. And thank you guys for, uh, yeah, that was your Hoosier history. That's it. Uh, Thank you all for listening on this Memorial Day or Memorial Day week, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I, I can't appreciate the listen enough. If you do like the show, feel free to hit me with a subscribe. It does help out. Leave, feel free to leave a review. Uh, good or bad, but please leave a good one. Uh, if you like, uh, if you like what you heard and feel that you can contribute anything to the show, feel free to reach out to me at often daunted on, uh, at often daunted at gmail.com or on Twitter at often daunted. Uh, I, I really like, uh, just dealing with a lot of the interactions through there. I mean, it can be vile at times, but, but I, I the hashtag IUBB is a fun one. I, I feel like our fans are mostly humane there but yeah so just uh feel free to give the show a follow it's been so much fun doing it no days off even memorial day for me punch the clock got another one in thank you so much for listening you guys all have a great week god bless